0: Actually, putting commerce above humanity. And commerce isn't even a real thing. It's a complete human construct. Um, it's something we've invented. And now we've taken something that we've invented and we've made it more important than even our lives. Expanding possibilities, the mindset
1: zone. I'm your host, Anna Malikian. And before we start with today's show, please remember to visit Mindset.Zone. Yes, instead of .com, it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at Mindset.Zone. Today our special guest is Caroline Pistoni. I met Caroline at the 2022 We the Change West Coast Spring Retreat and I was taken by her passion to make more ecologically friendly every property our company touches, or how she likes to say it, green every property we touch. As president and managing director of Clear Blue Commercial a full-service company applying a holistic and sustainable approach to all facets of the life of a property, I could not think of a better person than her to speak about the business case for green buildings. So welcome to the Mindset Zone. Thank
0: you so much, Anna. I'm so excited to be here with you and your tribe. And to be able to spread the gospel of sustainability and being good stewards of our beautiful planet.
1: Love it. And that I think should be the mission of more of us because we only have this planet to live. And speaking about this planet and the earth, uh, on your LinkedIn profile, you describe yourself as a committed earthling dedicated to saving the planet using your real estate license. Can you expand a little bit about your mission? Absolutely. I have uh, I have uh, received some ribbing and
0: ridicule for being a committed earthling, which always makes me laugh because the person who's ribbing and ridiculing me, I think, well,
1: what are you? <laughs> are, are you not a committed earthling? Have you got a planet B in mind? Yep, I think March is not really a solution and um, is fascinating how as human beings we can disassociate ourselves uh, from nature and from uh, the environment where we live. And that I think uh, that is I think part of your mission is that we have um, this beautiful, amazing planet to live in and we can do it in a better way.
0: I had sort of a moment of clarity about 15 years ago. I was working at a client site in a high rise in San Francisco that overlooked the Ferry Building and the Bay Bridge. And I was there the morning that the Costco Busan hit the bridge. And it was very, very foggy. So nobody actually got to see the actual impact. But after that, the the tanker was just sort of off to the side and it was leaning on its side. And you could see once the sun came out, you could see the oil just pouring out of the hull. And it was there like that for four days. And at the same time, I saw all that's because coming under that Golden Gate Bridge and, and the Bay Bridge is just a huge international trade route and giant Uh, container ships are coming in and out of the bay, either to the Port of Oakland or the Port of San Francisco, all day, every day, they're all lined up. And so I was watching them just drag through this oil slick and basically drag it all over the bay and out into the Pacific Ocean, and I'm sure up and down our coast. And I thought, you know, if I had dropped a bottle of olive oil... At my, on my front porch, I would close it off and I would make sure nobody could go in or out. I would clean it up and then I would open it up again. I wouldn't just let people walk through it and track it all over my house and track it into their cars and, and that sort of thing. And then I realized that this was such an important site of commerce that there actually is no way to shut down that Golden Gate Bridge and that we as humans, we put ourselves above the plants and animals as supposedly Mm -hmm. stewards of the earth. But we also now, when I was watching that, I said, we're actually putting commerce above humanity and commerce isn't. Even a real thing, it's a complete human construct. Um, it's something we've invented. And now we've taken something that we've invented and we've made it more important than even our lives.
1: And this the fascination is uh, this, uh, the way that we prioritize things. Uh, and uh, at the same time we belong to this society and this western world and um, this humanity that has this, this set of priorities but you decide to be a change from within
0: uh, absolutely i well part of not just the green and sustainability but we are my company is a b corp as you know because that's yes. where we met and so I, really committed to using my business as a force for good. And there's so much opportunity for positive impact in the commercial real estate industry. Number one, because while there are many, many wonderful people in my industry, the fact is that it's um, not necessarily known for its uh, kindness to the earth or philanthropy or, or benefit to society. So so
1: I want to just go back a moment to the image that you were describing before, because you already were in real estate. You were working in this building. You saw the image uh, or you were there when uh, this uh, environment disaster happened in the San Francisco Bridge. Was then that you, uh, were you already big Corp at the time? I hadn't even formed my business yet when that happened.
0: That was sort of the thing. Uh, So I was working for another large commercial real estate company.
1: But that incident and thinking about, okay, uh, uh, the priorities that you are seeing society putting the role of the industry that you are working with and all that, you decide, okay, maybe I can do something that I can reinvent the approach that we are taking.
0: Yes. I I would say so. I wasn't thinking at that time about starting my own business, but I was thinking about how how I want to live my life and what I want my life to mean. And I want the world to be a better place because I was here.
1: And uh, fast forward then to the point that you found Clear Blue Commercial, you had clear that you wanted to have a meaning to do things in a different way. Absolutely. And, and you start from the beginning, the inception of the company with a, uh, uh, applying to be a B Corp or was something that happened afterwards?
0: Now, when we started the company, we went to, we applied to be a certified Bay Area green business, a certified uh, woman-owned business and a B Corp. That was our intent right from the beginning.
1: So you had in the design of the company that you want to be a force for good with an intention, still being a for-profit and proving that a for-profit also can have as bottom line besides the profit, the people and the planet.
0: Correct. I think that the for-profit is the way business is done. And therefore we wanted to prove that business can be done profitably for ourselves and for our clients, um, and also it can benefit uh, the community. It can benefit humanity, and it can benefit the planet.
1: And the the way that you are living your mission, a mission now through your company, is that every building that. That they contract your company uh, because you are of, offer full service uh, to any the, the room, uh, office building or other um, buildings mm-hmm. uh, you want to make sure you you want that uh, whatever possible that building becomes more ecological friendly
0: Abs- absolutely the, the greenest building is one that is already built so there are plenty of especially in california there are sp- plenty of um, laws and statutes and codes for new buildings to build a building from the ground up um, that is energy efficient and good indoor air quality and operable windows and um, sustainable landscaping and all of those sorts of things. However, most of our buildings are already built. Yeah. And most of the buildings that we deal with are already built. And therefore we're trying to come into the space and look for ways to improve on the performance of the building. And one of the most challenging things that we find uh, with our clients is getting our clients to really believe that there's such a thing as a win-win situation,
1: and that uh, is really, really the green case for um, for the green or the business case for a green building. So by because I think it's very important the thing that, that I think you are addressing here that ecologically. Doesn't make sense to tear the building down and building a new one. That will have more impact in the environment. And then, but there is a lot that can be done with the existing buildings to make them more friendly and, and in better conditions for the impact in the environment and for the people that work there.
0: For instance, we have during the, not this drought, the previous drought in 2014 and 2015 we began doing turf conversions in all of the buildings that we managed. Um, And what that is, is you take out the sprinklers and the lawn and you replace it with a drip system and mulch and drought-tolerant planting, drought-tolerant local native plants. And we were able to calculate what the water savings of that would be. The water savings doesn't necessarily pay for that project. So what we did is we created um, community events where we'd get a band and some massage uh, people and we would get the, in the various municipalities at the time, because of the drought, there were free mulch programs and uh, people donating the irrigation supplies, all this sort of thing. So we could in the span of about four or five hours uh, do something that, would have taken three weeks if we hired a landscape company to do it. We'd have a great fun time and, the, and it would save water. Once we made that transition, it continues to save water forever.
1: So I I, lo- I love the the creativity because is that the business case that yeah, even somebody that but the, they want to have a better impact but oh it's a lot of money to invest in taking out the drip system and the lawn it's easier to keep it going.
0: For instance, but- the largest one we ever did, and we have and we made a, a wonderful video of it, which I'd be happy to share with you if you'd like. We it the building was owned by a large real estate investment trust that was based out of Boston. And this building to them was just another line on a spreadsheet. So when I originally went to the landscape company and say, I wanna do this, they came back and said, "It's, it's going to be a quarter of a million dollars. Wow. And I did the math and a quarter of a million dollars would pay for itself in water savings in 37 years. And so that's a non-starter for yeah. most landlords. It's like, why do we care? We don't care. We don't care that there's a drought in California and we're probably going to sell this building anyway. And so that's part of why we made... Uh, we made an event out of this and we got volunteers and we reached out in the community. So there were high school and college students that actually got uh, community service credits for doing wow. this.
1: So and you reduce the co- uh, the cost of the conversion. You made it a community so more people know about the building, the meaning of the transformation, so, was that Will you create a win-win scenario?
0: Exactly, and then um, we because I would send a report every month with all of uh, all of the receipts for every uh, for everything, and all of a sudden I had uh, questions from the accountants at the landlord saying, "Why are we? Why do we pay a hundred dollars to this massage therapist? And who is the bad apple string band?" <laughs> and <laughs> So I sent them the video and I showed them, I said, this is a 10th of the cost. And I actually saved you in your landscaping costs. Um, uh, we're coming in under budget on landscaping and you're getting the this uh, project that was a quarter million dollar value. And when I sent them the video, they were so excited. They showed it at their quarterly shareholders meeting. Wow. And all of a sudden, People who couldn't care less about what they're doing are suddenly feeling really good about what they're doing for this little building in Petaluma.
1: Love it. And is that ripple, beautiful ripple effect. And I absolutely afterwards, I'm going to ask you the video because I want to put in the show notes of this episode because I think we need to see these examples of things that we think, oh gosh, how can we make the business case? 37 years of investment. Like you say, business don't think so <laughs> that long ahead. And, uh, but we have to think that long ahead for the planet uh, if uh, we want to leave something for our kids that uh, they will not blame us for.
0: Yeah, Uh, the other thing is that that particular, that one, at that one building, and it was a big one, has saved us close to 10 million gallons of water to date, and it saves 1.6 million gallons per year. Wow. So, and that will continue as long, forever. Um, And and that part is really exciting so that we start to add to our stats to say, you know, every project that we've done, here's how much we've saved, and that keeps going up and up and up, whether we're managing the building or not.
1: And uh, um, uh, so, and the uh, did you manage to leverage that uh, approach to, green, uh, to create that in other buildings too? We
0: definitely have created in other in other buildings, but what we're finding is that every new client, we have to prove. We have to prove to them that we are ultimately saving them money by doing these kinds of projects. And it's a challenge in marketing because our our clients don't know this about us until they've been working uh, with us for a number of years and we can prove it. Yeah, Um, We just put a 100,000 square foot solar array on a campus that we manage as a subcontractor for the state of California. In Sacramento, we were able to do that and drop about a quarter million dollars a year in energy
1: costs. Wow.
0: While providing clean, cheap energy right away. And we did it with no out of pocket from our client or from the state of California. Or the landlord or us. We, we signed a power purchase agreement. So another company just puts the solar panels up. They become our energy company. So we pay them every month for power, just like we would pay PG&E or mm-hmm. Southern California or uh, something else. But it's so significantly less. It's also a hedge against inflation because once those solar panels are up there, there's not going to be an, an increase in the cost of sunshine. Yes. But, you know, so so even though PG&E bills are going to go up and up and up and up, this bill will never go up. So you're actually not just saving money now, you're saving more and more money in the future.
1: In future. I absolutely love it. So I really absolutely adore the mission that you are doing the impact out there. And I'm just wondering what kind of advice from your years of experience of doing this, can an individual that they they don't have a business, but they, okay, the people that have a business, they should go on your website and looking at you, mainly if they are in California, uh, but if it's an individual in their own homes, what, how can we apply some of these same principles to our own homes?
0: Well, there are some very, very simple things that that you can do. I'm always looking to go for the low hanging fruit uh, to do things that are easy. For instance, if you're going to print something, print two-sided. Do everything electronically that you can do so that you're saving that paper. But then when you, when and if you do have to print something, go ahead and print uh, two-sided. So you're saving half the paper right there. Unless, unless you're like me and you forget that you print printed and you end up printing it twice. But, (laughs) (laughs) certainly anything that you can do to change where your electricity comes from. So a lot of people are buying electric cars now, which is great. But if you plug your electric car into your house, and you're getting all that power from PG&E or some other source, you may be powering your car with coal and natural gas because that's where the electricity comes from. You're able to set something up where you, you're powering your house and your car with solar, not only are you, or even wind, not only are you saving money and saving the environment,
1: you're, um, you're becoming much more self-sufficient. Absolutely. So... Is a lot about being aware of the things that we do that have an impact and then think creatively in things that we can do and also realizing that we have to go. Our thinking process has to be beyond the first step, because like you say, the electrical car, great idea. Uh, We are not in fossil fuel, but where the electricity is coming from, if it comes from fossil fuel or from... uh, cold, uh, there is an impact about that too. And uh, then I imagine like you're speaking about the two side printing in two sides. uh, If people have landscape will be another place that they also can transform, maybe invite their family and friends to do the transformation inspiring your example. Uh, Do you have by any chance, a story like the more creative thing that you have seen in residential or even commercial? Of these transformations?
0: Well, cer- certainly the the turf conversions that we did, anybody can do in their house, especially here in California with the horrible drought. Um, if you have sprinklers, not only are you wasting so much water, but where the water goes after you spend it, it just goes to the st- into the storm drain. It doesn't go back in and replenish the underground aquifer, which is a uh, so it contributes to even more drought if you have sprinklers, whereas if you have a drip system and you have more usable drought tolerant plantings, you not only use significantly less water, you, the water that you do use sinks, right. it doesn't run off, it sinks right down back down into the aquifer so that uh, that can be replenished and that helps to fight drought as well. So that, that helps to fight climate change. I I do think that industry has a lot more PR and marketing behind them than individuals do. Because the truth is, industry is really where we're going to save the
1: planet. Yeah, because of the, uh-huh. the, the, the volume that can arrive. But if people are more aware of all these uh, consequences, I think we will even will favor a business that uh, is taking care of their building in in a more ecological friendly way
0: exactly and the, the the where we can have the most impact is by voting with our dollars so look at the things you normally buy and how are they sourced and where do they come from and what is that uh what it, is that company's stance on the environment? What is that company doing to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions? All of those kinds of things. Um, because if we vote with
1: our dollars, big business will listen. Yeah, absolutely. And that is one of the magics of the B-Lab certification because they are doing the uh, uh, the heavy work of uh, vetting the companies and knowing what is happening. That uh, is one of those certifications that if we look to a product of a service that has the bill up stamp, we can uh, uh, know that at least they really are trying to m- to have a a better impact out there.
0: Absolutely. And um, different industries have different certifications for green and water saving and energy saving and social justice and some of these kinds of things. So if you can vote with your dollar for a large company that is doing the kinds of things that you support and you're taking that money away from companies that are not, that are abusing the planet, and and abusing uh, humanity, that's going to have a much bigger impact than, you know, recycling your milk cartons.
1: Love it. So where, I love this, I love your mission, and I think we have to think about this. I know that we are busy running around, uh, that this is the Uh, the air that we breathe uh, and um, uh, the the legacy for our kids. So it's really important that we pay attention and uh, with small steps, we really can make a huge difference. Where can people learn more about you, about your company, if they want to learn more?
0: Well, of course they are welcome to go to our website clearbluecommercial.com. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and we have our own YouTube channel as well. So we've got some fun videos on there in, in addition to the informative videos.
1: Yeah. And I will make sure that I will put all those links under the show notes of this episode. So thank you so much for your time today, for the work that you do, And hopefully that will be inspiring for other people's uh, year to maybe think how they can be a force for transformation uh, in their own houses and in their own businesses. Absolutely.
0: And we're we're firm believers that that collaboration is the new competition. And so we're we're more than happy to work with anybody either in their businesses, in their personal lives or also to collaborate with other companies that would like to follow our lead.
1: Love it. So let's let's make a change happen. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much Anna. This has been a real joy. Expanding possibilities. The mindset
1: zone. Thank you for listening and remember to visit mindset.zone. Yes, instead of .com it's .zone. There you can find all the episodes and other amazing resources, all at mindset.zone. As always, I'm so grateful you are here. Expand what's possible. For you. For the ones around you. For the world.